Hey, you want to help support the podcast? Of course you do. And the easiest way to do that, there's a couple different ways, actually. One way is you can go to the website, 206geek.com, and click the Rate Us Now button, and then, and then it will give you several choices as to places to where you can rate and review the podcast. One of them, which is Apple Podcast. The other one is podchaser.com. And I believe the third one, if you're on a PC, will show up as Stitcher. Now, if you are on an Apple device or on a PC uh, that has iTunes, do all three. Give me a rating and a review. The more people that do this, the more people that will be able to see my podcast and the more the podcast will grow. So if you have to, and I've heard other people say this on their podcast, if you if you're like visiting friends and family, hey, can I see your phone for a second? And then like subscribe them to my podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's actually kind of funny. Um, subscribe your friends to my podcast, especially if you think they'll they'll find it amusing and or entertaining. That would be great. Plus, doing the the rating and reviewing helps too. So please go to teosisgeek.com, click the rate us now button, and then select one of the places where you can rate and review and do that, please. It doesn't take much time. Thank you. This is all I can say about that. The other way you can help support the podcast is the host I use, Anchor.fm. It has a functionality where people can click the support button on the podcast and it gives them three choices for supporting the podcast. 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, and $9.99 a month. And for every person who subscribes to that, will get a shout out from me on the podcast. And if you are one of the people that does the $9.99 a month, I'll also give you an option to be a guest on the podcast. We'll just hang out and uh, chat about whatever in the in the geek world, or actually whatever you want to talk about, really. I can talk about just about anything. So just to recap, there's a couple of different ways we can we can support the podcast. One is doing the Rate Us Now on the website, 206geek.com. And then the other way is to go to support.206geek.com. Once you go to that, click the support link and then follow the, the choices there. That's great. That's all you need to do to support the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the 206 Geek Podcast with your host Todd, the 206 Geek. If you want a shout out on the podcast, you can leave a voicemail or text me at 206-504-3190. You can also hit me up on social media at 206geek on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes. So today... Today I'm going to play for you a recording that was done while I was talking to the gentleman over at World Class Nerd, Brian and Paul. And uh, those guys are really fun to talk to. You should check out their podcast. I just I found these guys on, on uh, actually I think they found me uh, on Twitter. We started communicating. World Class Nerd 1 is their Twitter handle. You can find them on Podchaser. Just world class nerd, and the graphic is kind of a a robot with a world class nerd on his chest, and it's really it's it's these guys are fun to listen to, so uh, check them out, um, and yes, and listen to this. I mean, this is this is going to be a, a good episode. We had we had run into a few um, technical difficulties, that were largely on my end because my internet isn't the greatest. This is why I don't do live streams because. Um, my internet is not that reliable. I'm able to record just fine and then upload, but when I try to do live streams or voice over IP calls, they sometimes fail. And that's what happened when I talked to them. So my my uh, suggestion was to have them call my phone, and then I was able to patch my phone into my recording setup. Um and I had a I had a blast talking to those guys. It was a lot of fun. I could have continued to talk to them for hours if I could, but you know they have lives and, and jobs and and they needed sleep and stuff. So uh, we talked for about an hour, give or take, 
depending on if you count the 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 the, the couple uh, misfires we had during the recording. Um, like I said, it was I think it was largely because of my internet being shitty and and it, it kept dropping off and at least on my end it was it was stopping the record because uh, we were using a program called Ringer R I N G R and uh, I think how it works it, at least as as I understand it anyway was that um, the individual people their parts are recorded on their devices and once the recording is done then it uploads to their servers and then the host is able to download the individual tracks separately which i guess is kind of cool um like i said my internet's not that great so i don't know if i would ever use that function just because i've tried doing um online recordings well actually technically it's not an online it's recording on my device but then it requires a good connection to upload and I don't know what size of file that is and that's the other that's the other problem I think I had with it is that I mean it could have been an uncompressed audio file which could have been huge which would take forever for my connection to upload my my internet connection is literally a uh, a mobile hotspot it's not a traditional home internet connection because of where I live in Washington state it is uh I'm I'm out in the sticks um, I'm too far away to have cable internet. I'm at the end of the line for DSL, which is effectively dial-up speed, and it would have just not been feasible to do any kind of streaming. So I, it was difficult. When we had DSL at this house, it was difficult to watch YouTube videos, never mind anything else. I mean, it, it, with you, with YouTube, you can at least pause the video and let it buffer, and even then, when I did that, it still would stop and buffer some more. So, um, this was this was the uh, and even with this conversation with the guys, it took two or three tries to get the conference call to work. I had never done a conference call with my phone before. I've done like the Uber conference, which is everybody calls into a central number. This time, these guys called me, or I called them, and we I kind of joined the calls together and finally got it working and uh uh it's a I think it's a fun conversation we had a, a good time but the uh I think the audio isn't as good as it probably could have been because it's a phone call you know so for that I apologize um so here is Brian and Paul from World Class Nerd. And like I said, check them out. Um, I think it's... Uh, hold on a second. Let me find out their their, their website. I believe it's uh, World Class Nerd Podcast... Or excuse me, worldclassnerdshow.com is their website. Check them out and uh, enjoy the, the rest of this show. All right, now we're recording. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I think we were lost in a black hole somewhere, where we were. But now we're back. Yeah, yeah. We ran into Maximilian, and <laughs> he tried to kill us. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> we really, we literally went coast to coast, state to state, uh, universe to universe. I think. <laughs> Trying to make this happen. <laughs> so, you know, we're we're world class nerd and two hundred six geek. On a, on a conference call, finally getting this to work, and uh, I, I maybe just the the uh, the I'm maybe voice over IP calls are not for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I I think I'm going to need a more reliable tool than Ringer anyway. Uh, yeah, that's my issues. Um, yeah. my suggestion, I mean, is an actual device for recording. You know, and then and then having like audio cables going into that. Um, if it's not like an, if you, if either one of you have iPhone, the Backpack Studio app is is brilliant. I recommend it. Um, it's ten dollars, so it's it's not it's it's not entirely expensive. I mean, it's expensive for an app, but as 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 recording equipment goes, it's relatively cheap. So, 
Um, and it yeah. works on iPhone and iPads and whatever else. And, and, um, yeah, but, uh, and then with that, you can actually export, um, if you, if, if your host does FTP, you can do it straight from your device or if you're like me and your host requires you to log into a web page, you can export it to like a cloud drive and then grab it from your computer and upload it that way. So. All right, so um, mm. we were nerding out on on transformers and stuff, and uh, yeah, I, I think I had asked my uh, my super insightful question of uh, what do you guys like better about the transformers medium right now? Is it toys, comics, cartoons, or movies? Um, movies are getting better. Bumblebee was fantastic. I loved it. Um, uh, I do too. I like Bumblebee a lot. And uh, the the last series that they did was, eh, it was okay. I mean, it could have been better, could have been a lot worse. But uh, um, the toys, I haven't really kept up on the toys. I did, however, notice recently that uh, Walmart has exclusives on uh, on classic Transformer toys. They had Optimus yeah, Prime, yeah. the cab only, no trailer for fifty right. bucks. Yeah, no I trailer. saw that. <laughs> Which that that was half the fun. You got the you got the whole semi truck when you were a kid. You know, right, right. Well, I guess there's you know it's well, I mean, it's one more thing they can sell people. I think <laughs> You got the right. job. You and there, the there always out. was the conundrum. Where does the trailer go? He says, roll out, and, you know, the trailer appears. He right. goes yeah. into action. Where does the trailer go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, that was the one, the probably the one of maybe two or three things that I actually liked about the Michael Bay Transformers is he was like, no, no mass shifting Transformers. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing <laughs> right. that's gonna disappear, so you can turn into a robot. Um, so if you if you were if you were a big rig with a trailer, you turned into something that was comparable size as a robot. So right, right. Yeah, the other one that was always kind of weird was was Megatron. <laughs> you know, he, he transformed into a gun that Starscream could hold. That was kind of bizarre. The, the yeah, really, then the ne- you know the next scene, he's hitting Starscream upside the head, <laughs> oh, <laughs> threatening his life. The the other thing that was, and, and you guys may may or not remember this, but there was an episode in the in I think the third season where they don't call him they don't call him Cobra Commander, but it's clearly Cobra Commander, and he has he has Megatron in gun form in his hilt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I vaguely remember that. Yeah, and it was. You're right. It wasn't. They didn't say Cobra Commander, but it was pretty obvious it was. Was he wearing the hooded cloak? He wasn't wearing the shiny face mask. He had. Yeah. He. I think he had the shiny mask, but he was wearing like this, uh, uh, like Australian bushman hat over the top of it. <laughs> it looked stupid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cobra Commander on vacation. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Incognito. The only thing he was missing was the Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra <her> down under. <laughs> so, now, um, actually, um, years ago, about five or six years ago, actually, I think it was maybe in like 2008, 2007, I found um, the website for the voice actor of, of Megatron, and you were, you were uh. able to email him questions. His webmaster would like relay emails over to him, and he would respond, and they would post the response on his website. I emailed saying, "Hey, you know, I've been a longtime fan of Transformers. I'm curious, what did you do when you were doing your your Soundwave voice before they changed it with the computers and stuff?" And uh-huh. about a month later. I got an email saying that his response has been posted to the website. So I went and looked for it. Sure enough, he uh, he responded with like it's it's the same voice he's used for. Uh, it was the same voice he used for for uh, um, 
Dr. Claw or the Cave of Wonder. So, Which huh. Dr. Claw from like... Um, Inspector Gadget. Uh, Inspector Gadget? Yes, that, that voice. Yeah. Oh. It's oh. that voice. Really? But they just they added a vocoder to it to make it that kind of robotic sound. So when you watch it again, huh. you can actually hear that underneath the the robotic sound. Yeah, I'll never be able I, to hear him the same again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, he goes, "Yeah, it's you, you just took all the mystery away from from Sadwave Farm." <laughs> You know, and it's funny because um, he did the voice of Soundwave in the in the Michael Bay movies, but they didn't use that effect. So it was literally the the Doctor Claw voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, of course, he did. Yeah, he was, did. Galvatron that was kind of an movies. iconic sound. Yeah, it really was. And I think they brought back that sound for the uh, the series that was on on YouTube. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. They're only like ten minutes. Or yeah, a yeah, combiner wars. So, but yeah. they were, you know, yeah, 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 combiner wars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it was the same actor. I don't think it was Frank Welker. But they used the same sound effects to do the voice. So, yeah, yeah. And for, and here's another thing that will blow your mind. I'm such I'm a huge VO nerd. I love like voice actors and stuff. I I researched a lot of the different things that. Internet Movie Database has been like my favorite place to go for a long time. He's also been the voice <laughs> of Fred on Scooby Doo since 1969. Yes, oh, yes. really? Yes. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do when they have to replace him? Uh, well, they'll probably do like they've done with every other legacy voice character. Uh, they'll find someone who can do an exact match, or they'll try. Uh, I don't know. Try. That was gonna be a hard one, though. I think. Honestly, I think if, if uh, in my mind, the person I can see doing, like, uh, kind of stepping into the roles that Frank Welker is known for doing, it's going to probably be Bradley, D. Bradley Baker. And if you're not a voiceover, yeah. that voice doesn't make any sense. That name doesn't make sense. But you look him up. And you no, see I, all no the stuff I know he does. That, yeah, that might. Yeah. That might work. Yeah, yeah. Because he can do all the same sound effects. Um only a lot of the same ones anyway. Um, I would love to see a reality show where like D. Bradley Baker, Frank Welker, and um, the dude from from Police Academy kind of try to outdo each other <laughs> in sound effects. Michael Winslow? Winslow, yeah. Michael Winslow. Oh, yeah. I couldn't think of his name. Yeah. That's, yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> in fact, um, I interviewed on my podcast back in 2015, John Bailey. He's probably best known for uh, being the the voiceover dude for Honest Trailers. One man oh, yeah. does yeah. that whole thing. Mm. Um, he's also um, the one in the first season of the Combiner Awards when he had Optimus Prime. I don't know if you watched this or not, but Optimus Prime sounded like Optimus Prime, but didn't quite sound exact. It's because it wasn't Peter Cullen. It was John. It was John Bailey. Season uh, two, they got okay. No, they, I didn't know that. Yeah, they 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 got Peter Cullen in season two, but uh, and and John actually did his Optimus Prime voice on my podcast, and I just turned eight years old. I was like, oh, that's so awesome! <laughs> oh God, do that again, you know. And uh, he was telling me how he uh, he spent at that point he had been a professional voice actor for like six seven years. And he's you know he's best known for honest trailers and he's done a bunch of other things, but he's consistently been hired for doing like voice matching where um, they will need a celebrity voiceover for a movie or some other thing or they're trying to rep- they're doing ADR for a scene in a movie that they couldn't get Adam Sandler for or Harrison Ford and they would call John in to do voice matching where he would sound exactly like Harrison Ford or exactly wow. like Adam Sandler and. Um, do you guys either either of you guys see the movie uh Pixel with Adam Sandler and the Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while, but yeah. Um the scene where the creator of Pac-Man's like, You're a good boy and then Pac-Man yeah. bites his hand off. He's like, Oh my god, he bit the freak out where the lines is like, kill that freaking thing. That was John. That wasn't the guy. They've they, they changed what he was saying in post production. 
So really, yeah. And uh, he goes, yeah, I, I had to do an ADR for for Harrison Ford because he was too stoned to work. and they end up having him come back in anyways to redo the things so the recordings i i did for them didn't get used they actually had him come in and do it like how can you tell it's not you (laughs) you sound just like him i just told you it was him (laughs) but yeah but yeah no that's 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 definitely one of the things I nerd out about. Is like I will watch an animated show or hear a voice, and then I go, "That sounds so familiar." How do I know that voice? And I'll look it up. And it's like, "Oh my god, that was Peter Cullen," or you know, Jim Cummings, dude. Yep, I- it's funny because those guys. It is a somewhat small community, and there's a lot of a lot of those guys that are in so many things that you don't even realize. Yeah. There's literally like 10 people that have created our entire childhood. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> each well, one of them the does like, like 10 the voices. Kids growing up today, Alan Tudyk is everything, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, he was, he was that robot in Rogue One. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I uh, know. Uh, K2, that's uh, one of my favorite yeah. droids. And he actually was... And, uh, and he was the... Go ahead. He was. Hey, he was, was the uh, he was the chicken. Hey, hey, in Moana, which all of my kids was know, he really? love that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they paid Alan Tudyk to make chicken sound for Pete's sake. <laughs> oh, oh man, if you if you've ever gone to a, a comic convention to meet like voice actors, don't don't ask them about working with celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I could see that would be a problem. Yeah. Well, because it's like if if um one of you I can't remember which one of you said you were did voiceover. There's a documentary called "I Know That Voice." If you haven't seen it, it's I think it's on Amazon Prime right now. Watch it because there's yeah. there's a section of it where this dude named Eric Bauza, who is I think currently the voice of Bugs Bunny in like a half a dozen other Looney Tunes, but um. He does, they do this bit where they basically are like taking the piss out of Chris Rock. <laughs> and it was so funny. He goes, he goes and they, they do this little animated skit. There's, he's, it, it sounds like Chris Rock and they're showing it the, the different animated characters Chris, Knock, Chris Rock is known for. He goes, or oh, you could be a, a Canadian Filipino doing Chris Rock's voice. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I, I can't count the number of times I've seen um, Tara Strong rant about uh, celebrity actors doing uh, the voice characters that her and her co- comrades are all known for doing. It's like they hired that person right? because yeah. they're they're famous, not because they can do the voice. Oh, this is this is exactly the conversation I've had with my wife. I mean, I you know I'm not anywhere in the voice acting business. You know, like like. Those guys are, but it makes me mad, and it makes me mad for them, right? To see that they hire some celebrity cast to be voice actors for for a movie just because of who they are, not yeah. because they have any particular voice acting talent, right? But, Did you guys hear about like the casting for this the next Scooby Doo movie that's coming out? It's it's an animated film. The only person, the only person that has was hired to be in that movie that is from the any of the cartoons is Frank Welker because he's the only one that can really do Scooby-Doo anymore. Everybody yeah. else has been replaced. Matthew Lillard wow. is not yeah. shaggy. You can tell. If you watch the trailer, it doesn't feel like Scooby-Doo at all. Yeah. And, and even Frank Welker does an amazing Scooby-Doo, but in this last series that they've been doing, Scooby-Doo doesn't sound like Scooby-Doo. It just sounds like someone doing an impression of Scooby-Doo, even though it's the guy who's been doing it for a decade. They changed his voice. Yeah. I don't know if it was on purpose or not, but it's he's more his his voice is more coherent. You can actually understand the words he or say, he's saying. It's not rut roll, it's mm. uh oh, you know. So it's just like, come on. Oh no, that's terrible. Yeah. No, that's not good. Yeah. No, Scooby Doo's got it. Yeah, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to the Hanna Barbera cartoons. You he know, he's all cartoons. That, that, that Scooby Doo like um, 
affectation to his voice. He has to have that, otherwise it's not Scooby Doo. But um Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. but yeah, if you haven't seen that documentary, I highly recommend it. It is it's one of those if you if you like voice acting or you're interested in that kind of thing, it's it gives some really good information. Like uh they talk about uh how people will walk up Man, I do the greatest Kermit the Frog, and I was like, "No, please don't." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I was like, I, "I don't know how many, I don't know how many people I know that actually can do a Kermit the Frog voice." There's quite a few people I know who can do that, or Bugs Bunny. It's, uh, and they say, "Yeah, you can do that one phrase, but can you do that voice doing like Shakespeare? Can you can you do that voice?" screaming for four hours can you do that voice falling for four hours you know yeah you can say what's up doc but can you can you do a line from pulp fiction as bugs bunny which in itself is funny (laughs) (laughs) oh man you can Um, just be kenny tatum and say the lines like you normally do and right one one of my favorite <laughs> YouTube channels is is uh, Twisted Tunes and it's Tunes with a Z, T O O N Z Twisted Tunes, and it's literally those actors at conventions um, doing readings of various movies in characters they're known for doing. So you'll have like you'll have Jess Harnell, you'll have Jim Cummings, you'll have Tara Strong, you know. Maurice LaMarche, all these guys doing their their characters they're famous for, playing the parts of like one of the ones I watched was absolutely hilarious. Was one they filmed in Seattle back in 2013 for Star Wars, and Tara Strong did Darth Vader as Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> the funniest thing you've ever heard in your life. Uh, and then there's one, and I yeah, don't remember I which convention it's from, but Jim Cummings. Does R two D two as Taz? He's like, <laughs> wow, beep, whistle, buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh my god, this has to be a, a ringtone on my phone. This is so funny. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, those are things I nerd out on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I share a lot of the uh the fascination with voice actors as well. Um it's it's like uh something of a drinking game where you can, you know, spot the voice actor in, in animated shows. Yeah. You enjoy that. There's been a couple times where I'm watching T V and I'll hear a voiceover and go, Is that John? And I and I message John on on uh, on uh on Twitter and say Dude, are you the voiceover for for Discovery Channel right now? Because that guy sounds just like you. Because no, that's probably so and so. Like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, John John Bailey. Um, uh, there's an app called Stardust that people do like reaction videos to like TV episodes and movie trailers and movies, and his is the one to follow because he will do reaction videos for things in the character of someone in that video. And they're really funny. Uh, hmm. And a lot of times he'll even go as far as having like a, like a face swap kind of filter. So he has that person's face and uh, yeah, the, the, the ones that cracked me up is when he was, he was posting videos of, of him working out and he's doing like Mark Wahlberg impressions and he has like Mark's <laughs> face on him, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is absolutely hilarious!" You got, uh, yeah, epic voice guy on social media. F- look for him; he's really funny. But uh, yeah, um, what else? Uh, yeah, um, god, I can't even think right now. Just kind of what's uh. Let's shift gears just a little bit here because I know there's common thread between the three of us that we haven't touched on yet. Sure. And that is the epic comedy classic Ghostbusters. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I'm one of maybe three people that actually like Answer the Call. I mean, there's there's a few things about it that I think are could have been better, but overall, as a as a as a standalone movie, I thought it was pretty good. I thought the gear was cool. 
Um, my biggest issues with that movie was um, Kevin, who was basically just smart enough to not have to be watered twice a month. Um, <laughs> he was he was literally the dumb blonde receptionist. Um, that's probably yeah. why they did it that way because they wanted to kind of reverse the roles and make you know show that you know women can be smart too. Man, why don't you understand? And I never had an issue with them being women. That's never been my issue. And I've kind of resent people calling me uh, you know misogynist because I didn't like the movie or whatever. It's like I didn't like it for these reasons. I had nothing to do with the women. They were fine. Kevin right. was stupid. He could barely, he, dude. He was like covering his eyes when things were too loud. Um, <laughs> um, the bad guy was essentially the movie, the the movie people saying "fuck you" to the fans who were freaking out because they're women. Yeah. So, I, I personally had not watched the movie, and the reason being is it has nothing to do with them being women. It started when I found out they were making a new Ghostbusters. Great! Can't wait to see it. Awesome. But the catch is it has absolutely nothing to do with the original two movies. It doesn't touch on them. It has no re- relevance to it at all. Beyond it, it just says Ghostbusters. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. Well, there, not, there, not are, watch. there are a couple nods, but like not not like overtly things. I mean, there's a, uh, there's a, a Harold Ramis bust in the background in one scene where you see him. When she's walking out of an office, you see Harold's face, who was Egon. And then all the surviving members, minus Rick Moranis of the Ghostbusters original movies, make a cameo appearance as other characters. Um, And there's reference to to uh, to Gozer at the very end, at the end credits. That's it. That's really the only connection between them in the name of Ghostbusters and the logo and stuff. It wasn't bad. I recommend watching at least once. You know, so that you you know, I I tried. I tried to watch it and I got maybe 25 minutes into it. And again, my, my reason for not finishing the movie has nothing to do with, right. you know, the, the, the female cast. I, it didn't feel, it didn't feel like Ghostbusters. It, right. it, the, I don't know. The, there was a certain, I, I referred to it as a comedy because it, it really kind of was that it was the first, blockbuster for high production value comedy. Right. And this, uh, it felt like a Melissa McCarthy movie where she just sort of happened to be a ghostbuster. You know, it's like one of her normal kind of routines. Yeah. I mean, they, they could have called it, you know what? They could have called it ghost catchers and that would have probably, people would have compared it to ghostbusters and still hated it. (laughs) But, <laughs> but uh, and, and for me, I wonder if they'd. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, oh, okay. I was going to say, uh, I, for me, I think if they'd uh, somehow done something where the original Ghostbusters passed the torch down, even just one of them, say they're retired, right. and these people took over. So, you know, if there's a cameo with the original cast, but so they were Ghostbusters, and somehow there was a passing of the torch, even if it was like a legal thing where Bigman shows up and goes, all right, you guys are in some big trouble. Right. I'm shutting this whole thing down. Turn that containment off. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Something like that. That would have been funny. That, but That's, this, I think, what we're going to be getting with this direct... next one. We're going to be getting a pass, passing of the torch. From what I've gleaned from like watching YouTube videos and the few things I've seen online, it looks as though... Um, I mean, have you guys seen the teaser that they came out last summer? Oh yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, the, the, and what little information they've they've let known is is that it's going to be a family and it's going to be kids who I I think are tinkering with the gear. Somebody said that they thought the kids are like the grandchildren of one of the original four Ghostbusters, and all the gears mm. in, the, in the in the barn because they've all retired and whatever else, they're no longer Ghostbusters. Right. It'd, be, it'd be Ray. Ray. You know Ray left that stuff laying around. <laughs> I say, I think it's either going to be Ray or it's going to be, or it's going to be Egon's grandkids. That would be a good touch. I think if it were Egon's grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I don't know. I, if I'm, 
I think I think this next one is going to be awesome because it is going to be a, a passing of the torch. We're going to see a new generation of Ghostbusters. All the original people are coming back. They're still alive. Um, I yep. guess minus Rick Moranis because he's still retired as an actor. He doesn't really do much anymore. In fact, the last thing he did uh, yeah, was a voiceover for 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 uh, for the Goldbergs. But um, yeah. Yeah, he's been retired for years, and I don't know if he, if Ghostbusters can't bring him back out. I don't know if anything will. It'd be awesome if he had like a surprise cameo. And no one said that he's come out of retirement to be in the movie, and he just shows up. That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, it would be. He likes only he, he owns his own uh, tax attorney firm. <laughs> you know, it's huge. Yeah. Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> they, they, these guys don't want to expose themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't want my clients exposing themselves. <laughs> I, would, would anybody agree that that movie spawned more quotable catchphrases than just about anything else in history? I think it was definitely one of the top five because that movie came out the same year as like ten other movies that are like still quotable today. Because eighty four was like the year for like the catchphrases of our childhood. So right. <laughs> True, yeah. but I don't think I can walk by a piano anywhere in the world without lifting it up and going, dee, 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 dee. they hate that. They hate this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, and, and I was actually, uh, when I went and saw the new, the 2016 Answer the Call version, I saw it with the, the Emerald City Ghostbusters, which is the local chapter of the, the fan group that dresses up the whole uniform and stuff. Right. Sony actually um, asked them to be a presence at the theater when they were doing their, their, their press screening of the movie. And um, I had joined their Facebook group because I was wanting to, you know, join the group. I wanted to build my own proton pack, get the, all the gear and do all that stuff that they do, all the charity stuff. But, uh, and uh, so I went along with them. So I got to see the movie for free. And like half of them hated the movie. They wanted to leave, like like you said, like 20 minutes in. They're just like, we right. have to stay because Sony wants us here. But I want to leave. You're contractually obligated to enjoy the movie. Well, that means <laughs> you have to be there because you're, you're like, you're the, the face of, of, of that brand. You know, if you, if right. you end up leaving after the movie starts, people are going to wonder, wow, the, the fans don't like this, you know, kind of thing. But, uh, and, uh, and I remember talking to a couple of the guys and he's like, yeah, no, it's, it's the, the, the jokes were, were lame. They, they, they didn't land right. And, and, uh, yeah, there was, and there wasn't anything quotable about that movie. If you think back about it, what you remember seeing from there's yeah. anything that like stands like going, that was a funny line. I can repeat that. No. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, it was, it was the, re I like the movie. I like both movies, but what really was my, uh, my fandom as far as Ghostbusters was the real Ghostbusters, the cartoon. Loved that. I watched. Every oh, I loved that. Oh, every day after school, it was on for me, from where I grew up. And, yeah, I could not wait to get home from school and watch it. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, that was one of those um, – it's, it's one of the series that I have on my computer. Cause, and, I, and it was like for a while there, it wasn't available anywhere on, on the Internet. You couldn't buy it. You couldn't, you couldn't like, subscribe to a service to watch it. So I was like, I'm going to see if I can find it out on the interwebs. Uh, you know, <clears throat> kind of not maybe maybe not legally, but you know, <laughs> right, right, right. You, you acquired it through. I, I found it. Means. It was it was yeah. like hey. it was hiding behind that couch on the internet. <laughs> you know, I asked a question of a guy. The guy brought me the Ghostbusters. Hey, yeah, I didn't yeah. ask any more questions. He, he was wearing a trench coat. and He had some watches too. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, they were they were recordings. Someone had transferred like VHS recordings to digital, is what it was. So it wasn't oh, like wow. they they weren't ripped from like from like a DVD set or anything like that. It would be nice if they were. <laughs> you could tell these are recorded off of VHS, but but I I, I it was um I think it was like th four seasons before the show kind of the the mood of the show changed. 
it was more focused on Slimer, and it was kind of like the difference between the original uh, Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. The animation style right, yeah, didn't right. change, but the tone changed. And I was like, oh, man. Yep. <laughs> this last season or two, ugh. <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I. Did anybody ever watch the Extreme Ghostbusters? I, you know, I didn't watch it when it was on on broadcast, but it was another one of those I found behind the couch, and then I, I watched right. and watched the whole series. And if you can get past the the animation style, which was I, I that's why I didn't watch it originally because I was like, no, I don't like this. This no, yeah. But I watched it, and it was I actually remember, really well done. I don't. I remember watching it vaguely, but I don't remember a lot about it, you know? It was I just remember the name. Right. It was basically Egon and the original Ghostbusters have all been retired from Ghostbusting. Egon is now a professor at a local college in New York. And he's doing right. a he's doing a class on on uh the supernatural. And so I think one or two of them were there because they wanted to do this because they thought it would be a cool class. The other ones were like, yeah, this is an easy A. This is bullshit. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I think um, the Extreme Ghostbusters and the Real Ghostbusters, I think, are both on Hulu right now. So you can go back and rewatch them. But, um, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that one. And it was... There was uh, an episode where the original Ghostbusters from the real Ghostbusters kind of come in. It's like someone, I think it was Egon's birthday or something, and the other three guys kind of show up out of nowhere. And, of course, something big happens. The kids aren't available to, to, to take down the ghost, and Peter's like, well, you guys, you, you know, we'll take care of it. We can do this. We're not that old, you know. <laughs> yeah, we can do this. Come on. It's only been 10 years. I'm excited to be part of this plan. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, did anybody ever play the Ghostbusters game? It was um, oh, yes. originally for Xbox 360, and then uh, well, uh, there was the original one on Atari back in the day that was hard as heck. But <laughs> there was one on Xbox 360, which was supposedly be a script, the unreleased script for Ghostbusters Three, if it ever got made back in the eighties, early nineties. Right, well, and. They just remastered the game yes. for uh, Xbox One recently, and and it's it's on it's on all con- it's on all consoles at this point. It's um okay PS4, Xbox One, or X bonus as my friends call it, um, and then I think on uh, on the Switch as well. But uh, hmm. yeah, I had it. I had it for PlayStation Three. I love that game. Oh, I, yep. we had it for yep. three. Well, I just said for three sixty, and my son and I that we loved. Yeah. In fact, I, call, I saw him playing it the other day. Somebody dragged his 360 out of the closet, dusted it off, and hooked it back up just to play that game. <laughs> it's I think it had something to do with that, not letting him buy one. the remastered version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like there's games, there's games out there that I wish that they would do, they would remaster. Like my favorite game for the longest time was was uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, the, the original one. Oh yeah, the original one. That's yeah. the that's probably the first Call of Duty I played all the time. You know, yeah. that's the one that I mean, there was other games out before that, but that's the one that kind of got me into. It. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a huge first person shooter kind of gamer. I love those style of games. Um, that's the game that really cured my 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 need to play with other people I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, same here. I mean, I was I played. Uh, Halo and for a long time, just just myself, and I did play back in the day. We had remember GoldenEye for uh, the N sixty four, right? That was uh-huh. great, but you actually had to have people in your house right. just to play that. You know, it wasn't like you you actually had to you knew. Them. But yeah. I, when Black Ops came out, I was the, there were some guys I was working. With. Uh, they they told me about it. And I was like, eh, okay, I don't know if I want to play it for other people or not. No, no, come on. We play every Friday night at 9 o'clock. Okay, so I got the game and signed up for a PlayStation service, and it became a blast. Just yeah. All, six of us, we filled up a whole team, and we just run through people. Yeah. It was awesome. 
Yeah. Well, they run through people. I kind of, you know, got five kills of running the wall and shot at my own teammates. Thank goodness it wasn't <laughs> those, those people you were running through, Paul? <laughs> yeah, people you were running through, I was one of those people. Was like seven-year-olds <laughs> were just telling me I'm first-person shooters. <laughs> and the mouths on some of those kids. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? right? I was. I remember playing Black Ops. It was like at three in the morning here, and I was getting, I was getting, I was getting some kid from I think like France or fuck or uh, or or Scotland or something talking about my mom. <laughs> I had, I had, a, I had a British little boy call me a wanker. <laughs> oh, dude! I didn't make a kill. <laughs> yeah. No, this kid was was like legit, like talking talking smack about my mom, saying some horrible, horrible things. I was like, "Well, that's great. My mom's been dead for like two years, but good for you." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, she deserved it." I'm like, "Oh, Ben." <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah. That's why I don't play first-person shooters online because oh, they, they'll start talking the smack to me, and I can't do anything about it. Right? They're all better at the game than I. Oh, dude! And, <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have. I think I think one of the uh, I think Nightline did a thing about swatting. Have you heard about that? I've been, uh I've heard. Not much. Go tell me what you know because I know bits and pieces. Swatting is basically. A, a a gamer who wants to 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 uh, prank you because they don't like you in the game, so they will call your local nine one one or call nine one one and transfer to your area and like say that there's you know someone with a gun or some other thing that will get the SWAT team at your door breaking down your door. Oh my god, oh, it's horrible. Yeah. So kids think this is a funny thing to do. It's called swatting. Oh, man. Sheesh, that's yeah. You know, my ter- I'm no longer playing those online. Yeah, I. I, I like, my terrible gameplay. I'm surprised they haven't busted in my door any, any given Saturday. <laughs> and it's usually they usually do it because they will goat you into like screaming at them, like I'm gonna fucking kick your ass, blah, 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 that kind of thing. And what they'll do is yeah. they'll call nine one one while you're ranting, and they'll hear you talking uh, like you're going to kill the kid, and that's what gets the the SWAT team called to your house. Oh man! Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is dirty. Yeah, yeah. And the, the, the and I, I didn't watch it on TV, but I knew what it was. It's like I really don't need to watch the news to know about that. I don't have kids. That's not a problem for me. And you know, this call I don't... is now being recorded. What? I didn't. Okay, what? that's probably Google huh? Voice. I didn't touch it. Google Voice has a feature where I can record calls. Hold on, I'll turn that off. Okay. <laughs> Call recording off. There we go. Yeah. So the number. I just guys... sort of assumed that was the government. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're being swatted right now. I was going to say, are we being swatted right now? <laughs> it was. It was Alexa. <laughs> no, Google Voice. The number you guys called was my Google Voice number, and uh, it has a function oh, where I can hit four on my on my on my phone pad or dial pad or whatever, and it will start recording the call. Once the call is done, it will send it to my voicemail. And I've used it a couple uh, times. Before I had this set up for recording, I'd done it that way. Um, so Google Voice is awesome for that, you know. But it only yeah. works if yeah, they yeah. call you. You can't call them and then hit the, the record button. You, they have to call you for the record feature to work. Mm-hmm. So, and Google Voice is free. You have a, if you have a Gmail account, you can go to uh, I think it's Google dot com slash voice and 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 if there is a local number in your area, they will provide you one for free. Otherwise, you'll have to pick a different area code. Didn't know that. Okay. All right, so let's let's kind of shift gears again and uh, talk. Tell us. Tell us a little bit about plug your show. Plug your show some more. So give people all your relevant 
social media contacts and all that sort of stuff. Well, uh, as far as the podcast, it's basically what you've been hearing tonight, except for it's just me usually talking about things. I'll I'll uh, I'll talk about um, episodes or movies that I've seen or something I'll find on my uh, my uh, my newsreader. I have uh, I have a, a, a my feedly account is filled with blogs that have like you know. Uh, geeky articles uh, like from Geeks Are Sexy or Nerdist.com or whatever the, the sites are. I have them all in there. And uh, so I talk about those things. And uh, sometimes I have people on my show. I've only in the last few months have um, figured out how, to, how to, to work it. And we're doing it now, which is my phone is connected to the the dock that is plugged into my iPad, which does the recording. So, and it's just plugged into one of the mic inputs on the back of the dock. So, uh, as far as the social medias and where you can find my podcast, my podcast is pretty much on every like app out there. Just search for the 206 geek. And, um, if, if your app for whatever reason doesn't find it, you can, you can get the, uh, the feed directly on the website, which is 206 geek.com. And that will allow you to subscribe. All right, well, guys, um, any final thoughts for for the night? Paul, do you have anything? Um, yeah, that's profound. Do drugs. That's deeply profound. <laughs> <laughs> so don't. Yeah, yeah, that, that, mm-hmm, yep, that words fail me. My my final <laughs> thought is: Are you guys going to watch Crisis on Infinite Earths on Sunday? Yes, I am. Absolutely. What part of... I'm going to break oh. down and watch it. Oh, yes, yeah. I've not been a big CW fan the last couple of years, oh. but I will I will watch that. My, my go-to show right now right. is The Flash. I love The Flash. Arrow, I can take or leave. That Flash has always been my favorite of the CWs. I think it's... Um, yeah, yeah, it captures the comic book. And, and I've... I've I I don't know much about Batwoman other than what I've seen on on the current show and the one or two animated versions of her that we've had um but I'm hoping that that show will continue and I don't know I'm hoping that uh Kevin Conroy comes back after this crossover as Bruce Wayne again possibly Batman that'd be amazing um uh, that would be great Cause yeah, do you think there'll be anybody who doesn't make it out of this besides the the Green Arrow crew? Uh, I, I've I've heard rumors that Cisco is going to die. He's that actor is going to do other things. Mm. Um, uh, that's unfortunate. And uh, of course, Arrow is going away and getting replaced with uh, a spinoff series that will kind of center around yeah. his kids. Um, and it'll take place. 50 years in the future or whatever, however long in the future it is. Um, not 50. And <laughs> just throw that number out. Um, his, <laughs> his son is like in his thirties and his daughter who was just born on the show. will be in her like twenties or late teens. Um, and it yeah. centers around like her and him and the canaries in the future of star city and stuff. Um, other people, I don't know if anybody else is going to go away. I hope not. Um, I mean, I hope not. There's, there's sort of the tradition with the crisis that, you know, something bad happens to a flash, but yeah, you know, maybe that's going to happen well, I mean, to uh, the original flash or something. Well, and that's, that's the, that's the big thing about this crossover is it's not just going to be about the CW characters crossing over. We're going to see, we're going to see the Batman 66, um, actor who played Robin, so um, yep. Yep. Uh, he, he's coming to be on the show. As I mentioned, Kevin Conroy, who's probably best known for the voice of Batman in the animated series. He was Batman and Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne. And then uh, Linda Carter is supposed to be in the crisis. And yep. hopefully we'll see her suit up as Wonder Woman. That'd be amazing. Um, John Wesley Shipp is definitely going to be coming in as the 90s Flash. We've already seen... Him right. last year mm-hmm. and clips for this weekend. Um, who else? Um, 
somebody said that uh, we won't see Michael Keaton, but there'll be a reference to his Bruce Wayne on the crossover at some yeah, point. Yeah, I, I saw an article. They had like a, a picture. Um, like a news article. There's yeah. A, there's a, oh, yeah, the news article is in the background. Yeah. Yeah. There's been rumors, and I don't know if there's any truth to this or not, but there's rumors that they're going to show, you know, even if it's just recycled footage from some of the films, there might be, you know, some some quick imagery from the actual DC Cinematic Universe currently. Yeah, that would um, be awesome. That'd be amazing if they could pull that off, but yeah. I don't know. Um, but like I said, I mean, the, the one thing that I would love to see is I would love to see Kevin Conroy become a regular on Batwoman. I, that would that would be yeah. nothing else that would keep me watching that show. You know, I'd, I'd love to see them shake things up and and go ahead and bring the Titans in somehow or the Doom Patrol just to make a connection, a stronger connection between the CW sort of universe and, and the DC universe stuff. Did I'm just thinking the Doom Patrol to me would be perfect because it'd be like, you should roll up, man. What the F? <laughs> what happened what, what, here? <laughs> And, you know, it'd be amazing is if 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 because what's really funny is all those shows are all done by Berlanti. That's his production company. That right. All those shows. Right. So if 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 uh, if Ro- what's it is it Robot Man is that his name? If he comes over and Robot he, Man, yeah, yeah. If he shows up on the CW, they're gonna have to do like the Good Place cursing, like swap out words, like <laughs> right. <laughs> this is. Bullfork, you know, you know, bullshirt. <laughs> I fucking hate this bullshirt, you know. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Stargirl is going to be airing on both. I heard you guys East talking Universe. about that in your last episode. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so I think yeah, there I'm might be kind of a possibility. That. And yeah, her 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 original TV appearance was on Smallville when they had the Justice um, Society with Hawkman, yep, and and the original Green Lantern and, and, Doctor Fate. and Doctor Fate, yeah, and then she then she was on Legends for season one when they had the whole Hawkman Hawkwoman storyline. She was yes, yeah. you are correct. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, uh, that that'd be great if if they could go ahead and put some connective tissue between oh, between and, the CW and the and the DC universe app. And uh, and the other the other and I totally forgot that about that. But uh, Smallville, the the actors who were Clark and Lois are going to be on the crossover too. Oh yeah, yeah, Tom Welling yeah. and Erica Durant. That's yeah, yeah. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and uh, one of my Kingdom. one of my. Kingdom Come Superman with, for Brandon Ralph, which is weird, but, you know. It's going to be see- cool seeing him wearing the S again, though. As terrible as his yeah, movie yeah. was, I liked it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's just weird because, you know, he's the Adam. Yeah, but he was, he, was, he was the the replacement Christopher Reeve Superman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm looking forward to... I mean, it's we're gonna get what like two episodes this weekend, or this weekend and next week, and then the follow up episodes are gonna be like the first week of January. So we'll get like yeah. we'll have like two hours of content, and then we'll have to wait a whole month to watch the last two or three hours of the show. That's cr- that's just cruel. <laughs> no man, look though. I mean, that's a big improvement over the original Crisis on Infinite Earths, which took a year to get to the end of it. So. Oh, that is true. true. Once Very a month, true. you got a comic that uh, you just destroyed reading, and you're like, "That's yeah. it." Uh, and, and knowing you guys both like to read comics, uh, have either of you read any of the IDW Ghostbusters comics? Uh, yes, uh, it's not one of my regular series, but I have read them. Uh, IDW does some really good movie stuff and toy, you know, crossovers. Yeah. Um, the the I'm blanking right now. A lot of the 80s Hasbro toys, they did the st- stories on, like Rom Space Knight. Uh, what else was it? Micronauts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, M- Mask. Oh, they did Mask. I don't know Mask, that. yeah. Those, yeah. Those toys oh. Line. oh, 
all that stuff was all, and they do GI Joe, right. Transformers, like right. Ghostbusters. All that is that is a great comic line, and they got a great little niche going on with the different toys and movie franchises. Paul, and the Ghostbuster stuff, it's not it's not that I've not enjoyed it. It's like I said on a few weeks ago. Sometimes you got to pick where you spend the money because you're spending right. too much. <laughs> and my wife kind of frowns upon that. Right. <laughs> I've had to not read as much Ghostbusters or IDW as I'd like. Well, off- uh, tell her to get a second job offline. I will. I will tell you how to find those online. <laughs> when, we get, when, we, when we're done behind recording, the couch? I will. I will tell you how to find them behind the couch, and you can read them. Oh, I would. I, I would like to find that because then she can't complain at me, and yeah. I can just be happy and read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a website that has them all all cataloged online, and then and if you have if you have a CBR reader, a comic book archive reader. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's another site that has them where you can download them to your device and read them that way. Uh, so that'd be perfect for me because I, I, I get I get a lot of my comics. Well, about yeah. about seventy percent electronically, about thirty percent actual paper now, right. and that's just because my job I travel and I'm actually it's easier to find the comics digitally right. and read them digitally wherever I'm at than yeah. is to actually be able to find a brick and mortar yeah. store out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I, I will, I will share my email address through, through the DM and then you got, and you guys can both sh- uh, share that information hit me up through email and I will, I will send you the links to the, uh, to the sites where you can find the issues oh, that you want to find. That would be, that would be awesome because um, I can start that. Been, that comic's been going for years. Yeah. So I, there's quite a bit of a backlog. I could start at one and just be happy reading for a while. And IDW, and, and here's the thing. I don't know if you guys heard this or not, but IDW um, kind of did the shared universe with with Transformers, G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. um, Mask, and uh, Microman. It's a shared universe now. They're all in the same universe. Yeah, it was a... Uh, they called it, wasn't the, it called Revolution, the uh, yes. kind of bringing in the sharing of the universe? Yes. And uh, Rom, Space Knight's part of that, too, because yes. they brought him in for the revolution. Yes. Here's here's the thing. And I you know, know like, I was going to say, the thing that you probably haven't heard, and maybe have, they're turning that shared universe into a movie series. Oh, no, yeah. I have not heard that. And that would be phenomenal. Yeah. So... They have. I don't know if it's been officially released, but I've heard rumblings of that online, and they were. Somebody said that the Bumblebee was going to be kind of a soft reboot of that series, and kind of lead into this uh-huh. revolutions thing where we're going to see a live action mask, we're going to see a live action G.I. Uh-huh. Joe, which we already have. But I don't know. I like those first two as bad as the as the first one was, but um, the second one was better. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah in those comics, yeah. um, the one that I just finished reading, which was absolutely awesome, Ghostbusters meet the Ninja Turtles. I huh. I've actually seen that one online. I, every Wednesday is you know New Comic Day, so I always scan all the relevant comic um, companies for different things out, and I've. I saw that Ghostbusters, you know, sorry, Ghostbusters meets the Ninja Turtles. Like, oh, that looks good. <laughs> it, it, is, it is good. And, and if, if nothing else, because of the arguments between Donatello and, and Egon about it's ghosts. No, it's aliens. No, that's aliens don't exist. It's ghosts. So, yeah. <laughs> Funniest interaction ever. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the, the, the Ninja Turtles meet Batman, which I was another mini series that I thought was amazing. Then that actually got made into an animated movie. It did. I have not checked either one of them out. It's not for lack of trying. I was just kind of waiting for them to start. They come on the DC comics app, which I think the movie may actually be on the DC, the DC universe app. It is on the the movie. I'm not sure. if the Okay. Not sure if the comics are there yet or not, but they will be soon. I'm sure. All right, that was the guys from World Class Nerd, Brian and Paul. And check their their podcast out at worldclassnerdshow.com. Just look for World Class Nerd on your on your podcasting app. 
Uh, you can find them on Twitter, World Class Nerd, the number one, World Class Nerd, all one word, the number one at the end. And uh, check them out. Thanks for listening.